0: And the rain my window Bringing back sweet memories Hey, when Good morning, everybody it It's the week of June 11, 2023 Finally we had some good weather Coming through. Got some rain over the weekend. I guess the name of the song is I Can't Stand the Rain We Need Right Now, though. But got some great weather coming up ahead again. Want to send a big congratulations to Tanya Eglin. Tanya was uh, randomly selected to win the gift card for being a listener last week and answering the trivia questions. So congratulations, Tanya. You'll have a gift card coming your way uh, today, this morning. So be on the lookout for that in your IHBS email. So... If you want to have your chance to win, all you gotta do is listen. As always, the announcements are always saved on the server. I'm sorry, on uh, CaseWind, and they will just go to our um, uh, section on announcements under resources. You can find all the past announcements in there. I encourage you if you don't uh, listen, but uh, uh, to go read them on any, any any individual week. But if you do listen, please recommend others in your region listen. It's a good way to get our announcements and I appreciate all of you that listen every single week. Continue to work through the month of June, which means we have Juneteenth and Pride events occurring all over the state, and IHBS is participating in those. Still looking for some volunteers to work the events coming up during the month of June. If you're wondering or you don't know, what is Pride Month? What is Juneteenth? where they come from? Well, Pride Month began to honor Uh, The 1969 Stonewall Riots in New York City. In June of 1969, patrons and supporters of the Stonewall Inn staged an uprising to resist the harassment and persecution to which LGBTQ Americans were commonly subjected. This uprising marked the beginning of a movement to outlaw discriminatory laws and practices against LGBTQ Americans. If you're unaware what Juneteenth is, it marked the official end to slavery in the United States. On June 19, 1865, Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed in Galveston, Texas with the news that the enslaved were now free. Believe it or not, this was two and a half years after President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Once Major General Granger asserted the Union's authority over the people of Texas and issued the order, slavery legal came to an end in the United States. So again, there's events coming up throughout the rest of the month. Many of the Juneteenth celebrations are going to be this weekend. So if you have any interest in uh, vo- volunteering to come uh, these events, we'd like to have a table and a booth. And uh, if you have any interest in being a part of that, please reach out to the Diversity Committee, which is to be diversity at ihbs.us. You can reach out to any of the committee members. And who are those members? You can just find them on the front page of Win. just find the uh, individual um, little section on the front page that talks about the diversity committee but Leslie Rudisel um, would be a good person she's been kind of our our organizer of these events and you can also reach out to Leslie or any member of the diversity committee There's several more events coming up we would love to love to get uh, some support and some help from anybody so please let us know if there are any events that you would like to know more about or to uh, help out and attend Remember, you can always reach out to the Diversity Committee. Uh, we have an anonymous form that's also on the front page of CaseWin that you could send ideas, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, there's also uh, the email address, like I said, diversity at ihbs.us. Something else I also want to talk about is avoiding backing car accidents. Um, we continue to see accidents occurring And IHPS vehicles, uh, when people are backing up, and I want to continue to talk about this because a lot of those are obviously avoidable. And there are many hazards that have, uh, have to be considered when backing a vehicle. What are those? Well, inadequate clearance on both sides and top of the vehicle. Objects directly to the rear of the vehicle when it begins to back. Objects that move into the pathway of the backing vehicle. Blind spots created by the vehicle or inattentive ground guides responsible for giving directions to the driver. So what steps can be taken to prevent backing accidents? There are several of these, but I think if this is something that we can uh, try to focus on more and pay attention to, then maybe we can reduce or hopefully even eliminate any type of accidents while backing up. First one, don't back up unless absolutely necessary. Proper planning of routes and proper positioning of the vehicle can reduce the amount of backing that is necessary. When possible, use ground guides to assist you in backing. Prior to any movement, the driver and the ground guide should review the signals that will be used to back the vehicle. Always know exactly where the vehicle will be placed. Throughout the movement, the driver maintains full responsibility for the actions of the vehicle. So basically asking someone for help if you have someone nearby. Use all available aids to keep you aware of your surroundings. This includes mirrors on both sides of the vehicle, rear view mirrors, reflections of, of the vehicle in the windows, shadows thrown by the vehicle. All, all of our company cars have backing up cameras. Don't ever get reliant on any one thing. Use all of your resources to help you when you're backing up. When no helper's available, get out and walk around the entire vehicle. This is called the circle of safety. It should be used to observe anything that could come in t- contact with your vehicle. Be sure to observe areas above ground level such as clearance from the top and sides of the vehicle. Back into driveways instead of backing out into traffic. This practice will give the driver a better view of, the t- of children or other hazards that might be in the area. It also puts the driver in the position to operate with full visibility when entering traffic again. Make sure the proper mirrors are installed and they are improperly adjusted before moving the vehicle. Check to see that the backup lights are functioning properly. In addition to providing illumination and darkness, they act as a warning to others that the vehicle is moving in reverse. It's another good reason to get your uh, oil changes and things on a regular basis because when you go, they check those types of, uh, those types of lights uh, and horns and things like that as well. Backup alarms are required on construction equipment, but they could also be installed in other types of vehicles, like our company cars. We have these; they beep, they tell us when something's getting nearby. So when you do have to, when you do have to back up, again, don't solely pay attention to your to your camera, uh, but you know, use your mirrors, use everything. But they are there, installed on our company cars to ensure more safety. Always back up slowly. When backing the vehicle, drivers should always expect something to get in their pathway slow backing will enable quicker stops. So again, always go very slowly when you're backing up and be very, have your head on a swivel, checking all those mirrors, checking your camera while you're doing so. Another key would be roll down a window and turn off the radio so warnings can be heard. Driving backwards can be done safely, but caution must be the watchword. And remember the tips before backing up, walk around the vehicle, look in all directions, go very slow. I would always recommend and especially heavily crowded parking lots to maybe park a little bit further away. Like I mentioned, if there's a spot where you can actually pull through so that when you want to exit you're going to be going forward that's a very big key. The less backing we have to do and the and the less backing we have to do back into traffic or heavy heavily uh, populated areas obviously would help us much much more. I want to go through some billing department tips again. Something we talked about last week, but uh, I want to make sure that these are stressed and and understood. A reminder with overtime for hourly team members. Team members are eligible for overtime if they've worked over 40 hours in a work week. There's been some confusion on that recently. Remember supervision. If you're going to document on your CTT supervision, this must be a pre-scheduled meeting. And just calling or having a conversation with your supervisor does not make supervision. The meetings are typically 30 minutes or longer. They're normally in person can be done by phone or on the computer though. Company car maintenance, this is for actual maintenance which would be like oil changes, tire repairs, replacements, waiting on a tow truck, you going to vacuum your car or wash it or just the time you spend cleaning out trash and things like that, that's not maintenance. That's just a part of having a car. But we do pay for things like oil changes uh, and tire replacements and things like that during your time there. The only exception would be cleaning a car would be if the client would happen to get sick, um, if you have to have a bed bug treatment or something like that in your car, we will pay for that. But just the general everyday washing, cleaning, cleaning out, vacuuming is not considered company car maintenance. Remember on submitting paperwork, you should be submitting your paperwork after all entries are entered. If you submit your paperwork so it's just on time, then go back and add CTT entries uh, to your paperwork. That may have already been processed because sometimes they do start on a Saturday. And if you don't inform billing you have added entries, you may not get paid for those entries if they've added it after you've already final submitted it. So remember, don't just turn it in just to be on time. Of course, the deadline is very important and it's required and it's necessary. It's not just a suggested time. But don't do it and then go back and add a bunch of things later on. That's not helpful. And it obviously will maybe lead to you not getting paid for something because your paperwork's already been processed and billing had no idea that you had added things. Remember on drive times, you only paid for your first and last drive, drive time of the day. If you have working activity prior to the first drive time or after the last drive time, everyone has a commute. So if you, uh, for example, get up in the morning, get in your car car and drive to the office, that is not considered uh, paid drive time. That's a commute. Same thing at the end of the day. If you go home at the end of the day and you park your car and you don't do any other work that day, then that's also a commute home and that's not considered paid. In order to be paid for those drive times, you would have to perform work before or after. Remember with holidays, when entering a birthday holiday or other company holidays into your timesheet, make sure you're entering as a holiday and not as PTO. They're two completely different things. Failure to do so could lead to you not being paid for that holiday. So when we have a holiday, enter it as such, not as PTO. Reminder, we do have the 4th of July coming up. The 4th of July is fast approaching and it falls on the Tuesday this year. All IHBS team members will be off on Tuesday, July the 4th. Please uh, begin planning appropriately for client needs because it will be a short week. All staff should make sure to include the holiday on their timesheet or CTT, we just said that. Full-time team members must work at least four days during the holiday weeks in order to be paid for the holiday. And full-time staff on reduced schedule must work at least three days in order to be paid for the holiday. The few staff who do work a Sunday through Wednesday but a 40-hour work week may need to work another day throughout that week to ensure their clients' needs are met. And please, 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 now is a great time to be talking to all of your families about firework safety, uh, ensuring that uh, they're being very careful and safe if they have chosen to use their own fireworks. Of course, the recommendation would be to allow that to the professionals. Um, don't use things like sparklers, can, those can really be hot and that will burn up to like 1200 degrees. For little kids with uh, shorter arms, they don't have much room to hold those out for them. Using things like glow sticks can be just as fun, but again, doing a lot of safety around fireworks, making sure kids aren't running up to a firework because they thought maybe it wasn't, it was gonna maybe not go off. Past some tragedies, they have that happen every single year, and we would, uh, we don't want any of our families to be part of any of those tragic situations. Remember, remember, uh, for those of you who have uh, been an employee with IGPS as of July 1st. 2023, which means you had a start date prior to July 1st of 2022. You're not eligible and can, will be a participant in our 401k plan beginning the first pay in July. Uh, now's a great time to look into your 401k plan uh, to see uh, what your, how much you're putting into your 401k plan. Uh, there's a lot of resources on 401k.com. Or the Fidelity Net Benefits app that can really guide you on a lot of coaching and how much you should be saving for your retirement. Um, you can always call Fidelity Investments at 800 835 5097 as well. Talk to a customer service representative, they can help guide you on all things um, uh, for a retirement plan. You can also reach out to old national uh, management representative Jason London. Jason's also an expert that can help all of our employees. He's there to help. 812. 812- He can assist you. If you're a participant, make sure you have beneficiaries named. Uh, Beneficiaries can be named so in the unfortunate event that something would occur to you, um, the beneficiary can easily access those funds and that will not get held up in probate court if you do not have a beneficiary named. It's pretty simple. All you got to do is have some basic information, social security number, date of birth, contact information for your beneficiary. If you have any questions about 401k please reach all, also reach out to myself gary emmons i can also help you with any questions or get you to the right answer with anything 401k so remember that is your retirement plan set for your retirement ihbs matches you so if you put in three percent ihbs matches you three percent and this is every two weeks on your paycheck or anytime you get a bonus 401k is going to be deducted from your paycheck Free tax unless you choose to do the post tax option. If you do 4% personally of your uh, income, IHPS is going to match 3.5% and if you choose to do 5% of your paycheck or more to go to your 401k account, IHPS will match 4% and that is the max. Uh, it's always recommended to make sure you get the full match from your company and that would have you doing 5% or more to get a 4% match from Ireland Home Based Services. All right, let's get to the question. I went through it, several different points here uh, to be entered into the drawing. All you gotta do, name one step that you could do to prevent an accident while backing up. Please email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us with your answer. I also wanna know, I think I gave about eight or nine or 10 tips. What is one thing that you could do to hopefully prevent an accident while backing up? All right, we're finishing up uh, Recovery Community Cafe. Today's date's June 13th, there's just two more. June 13th, the topic today will be physical health, mental health, and emotions in recovery. Remember that all ages and stages of recovery are welcomed as well as those who are supporting someone in recovery. These meetings happen every single Tuesday night during the period of the series from 5.30 to 7 central or 6.30 to 8 eastern time If you have any questions at all about Recovery Community Cafe, please reach out to Recovery Coach Amanda Colvin. Amanda can be reached at 812-583-1480 or by email. Deborah Cooper can also be reached at 812-483-8369. If you have any questions or about how to get registered for the Recovery Community Cafes, please reach out. Remember, there's a lot of, everybody's, uh, all ages and stages of recovery are welcomed. As well as that, if you know someone who is supporting someone in recovery. So uh, if you have any questions about those, please reach out to either Amanda or Deborah. We also have our summer self-care series that IHPS puts on for our employees. The first one's going to be Tuesday, June 27th. And it's going to be called Nature is Nurture. This is for our staff um, to meet. It's an opportunity for all of our team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. These, of course, are hosted on Zoom. There's been QR codes sent out for those. But the first one for the summer series is going to be on Tuesday, June 27th, from 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. Make plans for those now. If you have any questions at all, again, reach out to Deborah Cooper. Deborah can reach at 812-483-8369. Well, guys, looks like that's the end of my announcements for this week. Again, thanks for all you do every single day. Again, if you want to participate in any of the events we're going to be participating in, the Pride or Juneteenth events, please reach out to the Diversity Committee or Leslie Rudusel, and that would be uh, much appreciated. We hope everyone has a great week. Thank you so much for taking care of these children and these families, making sure they're safe, making sure they're getting lots of resources and coaching to make them very successful. It's so appreciated and it's so awesome, the work you do. Thanks, all.